wheels make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up. Welcome back, listeners, to another Woo! exciting episode of Bills and Beers. Fuck your intro! <laughs> the Woo-hoo! Buffalo Bills podcast here from the Bills backers of Chicago, Illinois. I'm on fire! 17 to 10. Tonight was the final in Pittsburgh on Sunday Night Football. I'm Lars. A lot to talk about tonight, so we're not going to waste any goddamn time. Joining me tonight, the lovely Miss Cassie Hutton is here. We are coming for you, Tom Brady. You better be scared. And the president of the Bills backers of Chicago, Sujit, is also here. I don't know who was yelling like a crazy person just now. I don't know. It clearly wasn't me. Find us on iTunes. Find us on Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, pretty much anywhere where podcasts are available. And if you're hearing this podcast for the first time, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your loved ones. Tell everybody in Bills Nation how you found us. Uh, That's playoff-bound Bills Nation. You can leave a review and rate this podcast on iTunes. Also, strongly encouraged, especially if you have something nice to say. And we got a whole lot of nice things to say. So let's not waste any more time and talk about this playoff-clinching win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Come on, come on. As advertised, this was a struggle. A 17-10 win, nonetheless. And we've got a lot of things to be super excited about. We clinched the playoffs tonight and did a lot of awesome things that we're going to get to in a minute. But it wasn't all pretty, folks. It was a struggle. So before we get to it, let's get it out of the way quick. Let's get it, away, get it out of the way early. Cass, we're starting with you. You're Jenny Cremail, bummer, of tonight's contest. So I- so I have an honorable mention that goes to Josh Allen's, I don't know, is it his ability or his lack of ability to grow a mustache? Like, please, the close-up shots that, like, the Sunday Night Football broadcast love to do, I mean, it looks terrible. Just go with your baby face. Shave it. Oh, my God. You Agreed. look like a 14-year-old boy before puberty. Yeah, I've been saying he's getting, well, that's why he rocks the chin strap. Yeah, it's so good. Because you can't, have enough, so any other options. Suge, coming so to you bad. now. Well, no, no, no. That's my honorable mention. All right, well, make my, it quick. Sorry, my other was uh, our wide receivers dropping passes. That's fair. Across the board. God damn it. Help the boy out. That's fair. He needs help. Stop yeah. dropping the ball. Coming to you now, Suge. Yeah, I, I want to echo Cassie's uh, on the dropped passes. I mean, God, Lord, some of these passes. You know, you got to understand that this is a quarterback that's going to throw fastballs, and they're not going to be perfectly in your arms. The problem is that even when they are in your arms, you're not catching them. Anyways, my uh, my Jenny Cream Ale is actually going to go to both our right and left tackles today. I thought, now granted, they were playing an elite pass rush. Uh, but, the, man, like the few times you actually got to see them on tape, uh, on film, it was it was bad. They were they were just a turnstile there. Now playing against some of the best players in the in, in the league, but um, I'm gonna give it to that. Uh, McDermott said it when he came out of halftime. We got to give Josh Allen more time to throw. They did clean some things up, uh, but I don't want to dwell too much. And the biggest Jenny Creamel that I want to give is to all you fuckers. That's right, Miss Day. I already started swearing. That said. Well, they haven't beaten anyone good. Is this team really good? Is this team really good? Well, screw you. We just beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in Heinz Field in primetime on a Sunday night game that they played 60 of, and we played one in our freaking history. And that's right. I actually strangely didn't swear right there. Uh, but, yeah. And we. Way to show restraint. We, 
<laughs> we just beat the team that everyone was talking about. It was the hottest team, seven of the last eight. And they hadn't beaten anyone, but yet suddenly they got all the credit. And here we are, the Lonely Bills, and we just went into their house and took their lunch money. Mm, what a segue. So I wanted to give mine to Chris Collinsworth for trying so hard to actualize the Josh Allen accuracy narrative throughout most of the first half. <clears throat> but, um, no, Suge, you're on to something. The Jenny Cremail bummer of today's game is all the demons and all of the monkeys riding on our back. The ghost of primetime that are now standing on the side of the road watching the Bills Mafia Express bounding towards the horizon, leaving them the fuck behind. Come I'm back to her. about comeback wins in the fourth quarter. I'm talking about clinching the playoffs. I'm talking about 10 win games. I'm talking about winning against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm talking about, yeah, Cass, winning on primetime, a novel concept in and of itself. I'm talking about the revenge tour. I'm talking about being the Buffalo Bills team that finally gets its shot. It isn't the laughing stock of the NFL because they go up against a team like the Steelers and get laughed out of the room. Oh, nice try. 2004, I was at that goddamn game. Win and you're in. And we couldn't beat their third stringers at home. Well, here we are. Granted against Duck Hodges, who we'll talk about. <laughs> We're playing their third stringers again. That's okay. And you know what? You know what? We're going into New England on Saturday. Well, here's the thing. They're Dude. third stringers. Yeah, no, Cass, hold on. Hold Brady. On. Cass, Cass, we got we got we got a lot of it. Hold on. Yeah. It was their third string quarterback. He scored 10 measly points. They doubled their entire offensive output. And threw like five picks. Yeah. Okay, 10 points don't mean anything. He looked like a third picks. stringer. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills were the better offense. They were the better defense. They were the better team today. They got they their shot. They are the better team. That's what we have to remember. Yes. Right? Yes. I'm tired of these teams. We play a great defense in, in Denver and kick their butts. We play a good defense in the Cowboys and it is the number one offense in the league. We play the, the white-hot Baltimore Ravens. And yeah, and bring them down to the last two minutes and 20 yards away. And now we play this team that's won eight, seven out of eight, one of the best defenses. And yet, when you look statistically, you look statistically, we are the better team. We had the number two d off defense against um, on points. Well, they have the number five. Points are the only thing that matters at the end of the day. We, we have got a better more offense today. by statistically. And yet still, people are walking around saying, well, you know, I don't know. The, the, it's going to be a tough road for the Bills. The Steelers are just hot. What about us? We're hot as hell. So we have more wins. In closing, before we transition the anger to joy, because that's where it should be right now, those demons, those monkeys, with them, Today, we eulogize the term Bills as an adjective and the term Bills as a verb. There is no more Billsing a big game. There's there's no, there's not, that was Billsy. There's no such thing as a Bills loss anymore because today we had a grand opportunity to have one. We had two deep drives in the, late, in the last part of the fourth quarter where Duck Hodges could have handed us a Bills loss. 
and he didn't because that shit is over. That chapter has ended. That book is closed. And baby, we're heading to the playoffs. We're heading to the play. Yeah, we're going to Foxborough next week. I don't care. I don't care about the last two games. We're going to the playoffs. You're the Bat Blue MVP of today's game. Suge, starting with you. Trey White. I mean, honestly, do you actually have to say anything more than the spirit that this kid is for our defense? The, the, the incredible football player that he is. The incredible ability of him to bounce back when he has a bad player, gives up a pass, and then come back and make some ridiculous play on the ball. The fact that when we don't see him, he's destroying wide receivers left and right. We saw that stat on today that opposing QBs have a 33 QBR against him. This guy, and it's more than just what he does you know, off the field, the funny stuff, it, and all that is great, and it makes us love him. Um, it, it's the same way we loved Fred Jackson, you know, like as we love him as a, a person, as a player, we love him as a part of our community. But the stuff he does on the field is amazing from a football standpoint, but then the energy. So, I mean, it, it's on the field, but it's not football play that he infuses into this defense. And guys, these guys love each other. These guys love playing with each other. These guys love going to battle with each other. McDermott, my God, your process, it works. Coming to you, Cass. So I'm giving mine to T. Edmonds. Yeah. There were three of them on the field today, but there was only... We had the best. We definitely had the best. We had the shiny object in the room when it looks at an Edmonds brother that was on the field today. He was re- Ridiculous. He was all over the field. He was blitzing, which is what I've been wanting to see. Right? That him rushing up the middle, pressuring the quarterback. He was ridiculous. He, I, his other two brothers, I mean, were they even there? Did, did we even see them? Did they even play? I don't know. Because the whole game was Tremaine Edmonds. So I think you're on to something there, Suge. And I, I think actually deserving of today's the Bad Blue MVP is Sean McDermott. I don't think... This man has coached us to the playoffs two of his three seasons as head of the Buffalo Bills. And I don't think he's ever once gotten the bad blue. We'll have, to, we'll have to consult some of our more rabid listeners. I think you're onto something there. With Cass, Suge. Who you got? The, the bad blue, today's game is us. <laughs> yes! It is Bills Mafia. Or is no, it just no, us? No, it's it's us. Fuck Bills Mafia. It's just us. I mean, it, it, How long have we waited? We, I, I joined this table, this Motley crew, in 2006. We've never seen a 10-win season. Nope. We've seen two primetime wins in that span of time. He includes like Thursday, like a Thursday night game and on we've, that? Yeah, we'd, we'd have to. And we've never witnessed until tonight... A playoff clinching victory. Enjoying we're, each other's company and presence. We're going to Lily's and Irish Eyes, and we're burning them both down, right? Yeah, Bill's on his way from Milwaukee as we speak. He's careening down I-94 with two, with, with two children under the age of three in the backseat. He's <laughs> like, just give him some Benadryl. I mean, come on. Come on. And it's, we, we didn't, this isn't the last weekend of the season. I'm not finished. Oh, okay. Sorry. We have been by this team through thick and thin, and I'm not trying to pat ourselves on the back. 
But here we are. Hashtag true story. We don't deserve your pity, but God all fucking mighty, we deserve this win. And I'm so proud of us, and I'm so glad we got it. We have sat in this bar in so many December games when it is empty. I'm sitting here watching everybody have a grand old time. I'm, I'm watching Emily pass out shots. It'll be until Wednesday before we get our bill, I'm sure. I'm watching Cassie rap along to DMX. And I'm filled with joy. Because, yeah, after Halloween, it's been a lot of bleak and dreary and empty Sundays in this bar. And to see everybody share the joy that we have gotten from this team from the little things, from the tiny things, from the Fred, from the Fred Jackson stiff arm, from the Aaron Schobel strip sack that amounted to diddly squat. You know, to James Hardy, may he rest in peace, catching one at the corner of the end zone for the game winner against Jacksonville in week two in his rookie season. These moments of joy that, we've, that we have collectively experienced together. Fleeting moments of joy. Fleeting moments of joy. And now I look out across this vast wasteland of Bills fans that have suddenly descended upon our bar. And I'm so glad that they're here with us, the MVPs of today's game, to enjoy it. Suge, what you got? I think that this is um, it's a beautiful thing, right? Uh, it's a testament to, obviously, yes, Bills Mafia, right? But there's all different shades of Bills Mafia, right? There's the people that have stuck with the team from the time that they were in, you know, the 70s, you know, before any of our time. We there's withstood a, the Toronto scare. Right, 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 right. What I'm saying is that there's all different flavors, right? There's the casual fan, but that's been a fan since the 70s. There's the the fans like us that, you know, came along during the Super Bowl era and There's and the guy that I them. saw at Navy Pier today who was head to toe in Bills gear and had like six kids, all of them wearing Bills outfits. Hell yeah. And I said, are you from Buffalo? And he said, no. I'm born and raised in Chicago. That's right. I was 10 years old during the Super Bowl, and I'm so excited to be able to cheer for This dude had, you know, like you get the ear piercings, you get like the discs in your lobes. He had that shit with Buffalo Bills size, like like hat, like dollar bill size, coin size, Buffalo Bills pendants in his ears. Those are like custom made. Yeah. That stuff doesn't exist. This dude was rocking this Chicago Children's Museum in a Bills cap and an Andre Reid jersey. This is for him, Suge. It is. It is. It's for all of us that have had to suffer through the bad times. This is for the for Elon. For e, his name is Eli. He did not invent Tesla. No, he's Elon. Eli. Well, whatever. Whatever his name he's is. He's from Southwest Ohio and spent a year and a half in Buffalo working and he caught the working bug. Working for the Bills. And now he's here celebrating with us. We got a guy from the Chicago suburbs who's got fuck all to do with Buffalo, who's stuck it out, and now we got Elon. There's plenty of room on the Bills bandwagon. Jump on, everybody. Screw that! No, (laughs) this is not for them. This is for us. If you're not going to include Bills Mafia, we're not going to include Eli. God bless Elon. Elon. I think his name is Eli. He's right there. Cass, ask him, please. Is it Eli or Elon? Elon. Elon. Uh, <laughs> with an I. With an I? Yeah. Fuck. God damn it. I saw you write it down. I just let it go, man. I know. <laughs> All right. Eli, Eli, we love you, but this wins for us. <laughs> All right. 
We've been sitting here at this bar and in Rochester and in Buffalo and in Erie suffering through this goddamn team. You know, and you're right. We pointed out those few moments of joy. That is an unreasonable amount of joy to sustain a population of people for 17, 20, 30 years. I shouldn't know as much about Anthony Hargrove that I remember. As I, I mean, do. how much weed did Anthony Hargrove smoke? I had to glom I don't on understand. Anthony Hargrove. This is what we had to sit here and listen to you talking about how you wanted to have scotch with Kyle Orton. We had to suffer through Kyle Orton and act like Kyle Orton was our next savior. This is what we had to do. And now here we are. Now, granted, Josh Allen is definitely better than Kyle Orton, but he might not be the next saver. But you know what? This defense is for real. And we have finally put the two halves together. Mm. We finally have a defense that is lights out combined with an offense that at times can be amazing, but if nothing else is serviceable and solid. We're not sitting here with Tyrod Taylor's offense. We're not sitting here with fucking Trent Edwards' offense. We're sitting here with a capable NFL team and a capable NFL offense. We're matching it with a world-leading defense. Ain't nobody beating that, and you've already drawn a crowd, so let's get our correspondents on the line. Bills Mafia, far and wide. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Well, that sound means it's time for Tacos Calientes. Tacos Calientes. Arriba! I want some taquitos. As we all know, Tacos Calientes is Tex-Mex for hot takes, and here with his Tacos Mas Calientes in La Planeta is Jim and Jeff Day down there in Austin, Texas. Hey, you were actually in Bill's Bill's country this this week, but we'll get to that later. But hey, we're in the playoffs, baby. What you got? Bill's country, 10-4, playoff bound, baby. How you doing, folks? Dude. We're going to Lily's and Irish Eyes after this. You want to join? We're going to burn the place down! <laughs> I mean, what's there to say, guys? I mean, I know this is the Tacos Caliente segment. I know we're here to oftentimes provide some semi-rational post-game hot takes coming off the game. The only hot take today, the only thing worth mentioning, baby, hunting season is over. That's right. Hunting season is over, baby, because we're in can't hunt this baby you cannot hunt this i ain't that westerly webbit okay <laughs> all right yeah we're that endangered animal baby yeah you can't hunt we're us. that yeah we're protected we're that, we're that you know that that, we're that protected elk species during deer season it works the who opposite. knows what we are who knows you can't hunt us <laughs> you can't hunt us because we're off limits baby this ain't hunting season we're like a bald, we're, in. we're a bald eagle we're just soaring Jeff. We're a bald eagle. We're an endangered animal. What are we? Jeff has lost his shit. That's what we are, baby. You can't hunt us. Okay? We ain't in the hunt. We're not the hunted. Hunting season is over, baby. We are in. Can't touch it. That's what this is, baby. What a feeling. Two weeks left in the season. Hunting season is over. We ain't just in the hunt. We ain't. We're hunted. We have clinched the playoff berth. We have clinched a playoff berth on Sunday Night Football. You know what the Bills like two thing would have been? Two games left, Jeff. We still got two games left, and we clinched. No, go ahead. You, you, so you use that term, Billsy, which we have we have laid to rest tonight. We're no longer using that R. 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 term. R.I.P. Billsy. R.I.P. Put it in the grave, baby. Six feet under. 
because the Billsy thing would have been to lose to the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Yes. The Billsy thing would have been to lose to the Steelers on Sunday Night Football. Against Duck Hodges. And, <laughs> and it's not pretty. No one's saying it's pretty. We said on week three or week four of this pod, this team doesn't necessarily win pretty. No, never. Um, that's not what this team. That's not what this team does. But the Billsy thing would have been to lose one of those games, perhaps both. And this team, led by the McBean franchise, led by Josh Allen, led by Devin Singletary, et cetera, et cetera, has put the Billsy things to rest. Yes. This is a new era. In Bills Nation, Jam and Jeff Day mind meld is in effect once again. And I want to go ahead. Sir. I just want to say, you know what? I'm even over the narrative that we don't win pretty. The the game oh. against the game against where Denver. You, where were you the last four hours? The game against Denver was pretty. The game against the Cowboys was pretty. And then we played two of the best defenses in the league. Do you think the win for Baltimore was pretty? Against us? No, it, what they did not have a pretty win, despite the fact that they're the prettiest fucking team in the NFL, <laughs> scoring a thousand points a game. But when they played us, they got an ugly win. Mm. Good teams get ugly mm. wins, mm. and we played amazing defenses and got ugly wins. Mm, there you go, There's Jeff. nothing we, wrong with that. So we can I, play pretty. He's throwing some ice on I, your on your hot takes. Sorry. I think you said I think you said it well. No, I think you said it well. I mean, and can you know, I get a beer? Yeah, yeah, get, him a beer. get this guy a beer. What is this? What are we drinking? Gluten-free, extra gluten? Who knows? Yeah. Okay? Because hunting season is over, baby. Jeff, it's Jeff, over. walk me through the last 15 minutes of that game. And by 15 minutes, I mean 15 real minutes when the Steelers had the ball deep in our territory on two consecutive drives. Walk me through your mindset. I mean, just a myriad of emotions, I would say. But, you know, it's funny. It's it, felt like i mean mcdermott obviously played it he he called a game in which he said hey defense i trust you guys to go out and make sure that we win this game yes and 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 that's what he did it was it was and you gotta i think you gotta say as fans to some extent it's the right call you know it's it's the right decision for what how this team is built so, um, so, so I, I want to I, – I can give you a very specific microcosm of this from today's game. I am usually just beside myself with the conservative play calling before, this, before the first half ends and not taking a shot and not trying to get points before the half. Um, same, middle finger. Um, but today I was okay with it. We were up 7-3. to three. And we had just turned the ball over deep in their territory and then got it back. I was totally fine burning the clock and taking a four-point lead into the second half and be like, okay, go ahead and score. And they did, and it didn't work out in that instant. But, but Jeff, I'm with you. Like, yeah, okay. I was totally confident and comfortable just giving them the ball back. And be like, all right, whatever. We'll just run some time off the clock while we're slow by four points. Yeah. You know, and this is another game. You know, where Josh Allen throws for 140 yards, you know, there's nothing coming off the stat sheet. But, you know, it's like you look at a team like the the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are going to be, you know, who are going to be under 500, who are going to miss the playoffs. You know, I mean, Jameis Winston is playing. He's throwing for an average of like 360 yards a game. But in many ways, they're like the anti-Bills. But what's what's the record? What's the record? I don't care how many yards you throw. What's your record? Exactly. 
Exactly. That's you know, ghetto fabulous. Could, we talked about that no, last bro- week. No, it's it's broke ass bougie. No, no, no. Wait, no, they're no, they broke ass. Get, they're ghetto, they're ghetto fabulous. fabulous. That's yes. what I'm saying. One of the highlights of the season for me was was listening to you guys last week trying to figure out the difference between broke ass bougie <laughs> and ghetto fabulous. Okay, we got there it's eventually. A top five highlight. Actually, actually, you know, I mean, it's just demonstrated. We're not still quite there yet. <laughs> We're not really sure. We're actually a and little it, bit broke ass bougie. Yeah. We got there's a nice a, rig. There's a, things, there's a few things that we could talk about today, but it just feels like the right time, the right occasion to celebrate what this team has done, to celebrate the um, the the McBean. Um, the McBean uh, era. Yeah, regime. Um, you know, we held the Steelers 50 yards rushing today. You know, the defense turned the ball over five times. This is a game where we needed the defense. Yeah. We needed the defense to go out and win the game for us. And they did, you know. Um, you, they you, did. I thought it was a tremendous you do know that. game call by, by um, Frazier. We were aggressive from the jump. Go ahead, Cass. No, I was going to say, you do know that Sujit did give his Labatt Blue to Trey White, but also bitched and complained for about three solid minutes about why Trey White didn't run that into the end zone. It was it was a pure Hold Sujit on. moment. So as, as they're playing the highlights here. Wait, 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 wait. wait hold no, no, on. No, 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 no. Let me. Allow me. Because, uh, hey, Bills Nation, I think we all collectively owe Tyler Croft an apology. For the for the big go ahead game winning touchdown today, who didn't see that one come and raise their hands? Yeah, big time play. I think they said on the broadcast, it's like you know the Steelers may have forgotten about the guy who's only caught four passes this year. Well, um, I mean, I mean every other receiver got their chance today and blew it big time. So uh, yeah, it was Tyler Tyler Croft was right. next man up and did his job. Yeah, with a perfectly placed pass from Josh Allen. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't feel like the right time for X's and O's. It's a time for celebration across Bill's Nation. Um, hell of a win. Hell of a season so far. We're 10 and 4. 10 and 4. Um, you know, but this We're is the time we've, we've, we are not we've done. now won two. We've won two nationally televised games. Yes. Convincingly. You guys, the three of us, the four of us, the five of us, can all recall over the past 20 years what the previous nationally televised primetime evening games have divulged into. We and we buried that monkey and those and those demons already in the podcast. And no one ended up in jail. Burying it because yet, yet, yet. yeah, that was that was season is over. Love that. What are you drinking down there in Texas tonight? We were drinking Labatt Blues. We uh, specifically went out to the uh, liquor store here yesterday to make sure we picked up enough um, to last us for the evening and uh, had a great celebratory victory Sunday evening here in Austin, Texas. Well, no sense in talking about the next two weeks, quite honestly, because division, no division, playoffs, no playoffs. I mean, playoffs, we're in. Um, We're in. So who cares? Let's just enjoy this one. I I got still work to do. I... I talked, I alluded to the idea this is our revenge tour. We beat our Super Bowl, the people we lost to in the Super Bowl, the Giants, the Cowboys, the Redskins, and now we took out, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers that beat us with their backups and kept us out of the playoffs. Uh, and it looks like we are no longer going to be playing the uh, Titans, based on what you guys were telling me earlier. It looks like maybe Perhaps. it's going to be Houston. Um, well, we already beat them this but year. But I... 
I have one more bit of revenge, and it is, to me, the biggest bite of revenge that I want. I want the team that has made me miserable not one year, but (laughs) 17 years in a row. I want to beat the fucking Patriots when they need the win, when it means something, and I want to take that wounded fucking duck of a quarterback, and I want to bury him in the ground until he never surfaces again. When I said that we were the the bat blue MVP of today's podcast, I meant Sujit. That is an excellent point. None of us are going to do better than that either. So, Jeff, we're going to say goodnight and go Bills. Nothing left to say, baby. Go Bills. Go Bills. We still don't have a drink. Well, we're coming up on the end of the episode, which means it's the wild card portion of today's episode. It's the wild card! This is Bills and Beers. We talk about the Buffalo Bills. We do so drinking beer. Uh, I started off at home with a half acre IPA. I sent you a picture of it uh, that I actually liked quite a bit. And then I was drinking Blue Lights during most of the game. And then I ordered a buckle down belt and suspenders. I didn't like it. Yeah, it's, it's just like an everyday beer. I didn't like it at all. It's heavy. It's bitter, but I didn't. I didn't like it. I, I Cass, you know, not all IPAs are built the same. I yeah. really like to paint us with a broad brush. Yeah. Uh, but if it's not a good IPA, I'll tell you, it's not a good IPA. They have a great cider on the menu today. <laughs> I bet they do. Uh, Suge, we did transition transition to something else though. Yeah. Uh, so we were. Since I was started off at uh, Bitter Pops, did a little bit of work, and I had that beer that we had uh, last week, the light speed speed of light or something like that, light speed. Uh, from Toppling Goliath. Uh, that was delicious. Uh, but as this game was wrapping up, I was drinking some Labatt Blue during the course of the game. Uh, of course, my ridiculous level of superstition was still out, and so I didn't order a beer until the second half, and then I felt like it was like medicinal beer that I was like drinking and sipping on in order to help the Bills win. Finished all the wings, but then I noticed when I took a pause in the wings, it didn't. they started doing better, so the one wing sat uneaten. Uh, even though I really wanted to eat it, it just didn't, and then I, it had to go. It had to once it was it was the infected, dirty wing uh, that uh, we had to get rid of. So, as this game was ending, and you guys have heard my anger now during the course of this pod about people just you know this whole time always doubting us, always doubting us, always telling us that we couldn't do it. Well, you know what I ordered? I ordered the three Floyds. Space Station Middle Finger IPA. Because I'm throwing that middle finger up to all you doubters. More on that in a second. And, and I'm getting on that fucking Space Station because this team is out of this world. Whoa. So, that, that, that brings us to this wild card. Wait, no, wait, wait, what's oh, Cassie no, drinking? Oh, Cassie, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm ha- I had a few blue lights out of a bottle. I don't know how you guys drink the blue light. Out of undraft. It wasn't awesome. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> medicinal that's, girl. That's an easy decision to make. And they're like, do you want bottle or draft? You always say bottle. Um, anyways, and then I had a, uh, a Dortmunder Gold. Very Ooh, good. Nice. Very nice. Very light. Um, it does have a little bit of a hoppiness to it. Um, so I, I don't envision myself drinking a ton of them, but do love that my Dortmunder Gold. So to piggyback on what Suge was saying, big middle finger today to the demons to the monkeys to to terminology about this team building and we and by the way we had a lot of opportunities today to build this one away and we didn't i can't even use that word anymore what should we call it so today to browns it away we had the big yeah 
we had we had the big Pittsburgh bully come into town while well, we went to their town actually, who had a chance to put us in our place and make us uncomfortable, make us miserable, but instead we stood up and we said, "Not today, Satan." <laughs> and we we asserted ourselves and we came out the winners. I've got a little story about that. I want you guys to share some personal stories about when the last time you did that was. Mine took place last Tuesday aboard the CTA, Chicago Transit Authority, public transportation here in Chicago, for which I have low expectations for anything that resembles courtesy or basic human decency. But I had a woman sit down next to me and invade my personal space to an extent that I could not possibly withstand any longer. Exactly. And when you ride the CTA, you know that your personal space is going to be yes. restricted. Yes. So it was beyond that. It was beyond that. And you got to have some sense. You got to keep it low and tight, girl. She had her elbows out, resting in the crux of my arm, typing away on her laptop, trying to reload her transit card. There was a bad accident on our routes, we knew it was going to be a doozy, and I turned to her and I said, hey, I need you to pull it in. She said, what? And I said, you're all up in my business. You're really bowed out. I need you to pull it in. And she did. Point Lars. Today, the Steelers, looking at this Bills team, saying, hey, you're the Bills. Go away. Yeah, Duck Hodges is our quarterback, but whatever. We're at home. It's Sunday night. We don't ever lose in prime time. We don't lose when, our, we're, when we're in our color rush uniforms. We're the Steelers. We've been around forever. We've had the same coach for 80 years. Piss we off, We have rings Buffalo. for all of our fingers. You just sit there and take it. You will enjoy my elbow on your arm. And the Bills stood up and said, no. Get off of me. Get off. You're all bowed out, pulling in. You're all up in my business. You want to win this game? You got to figure out a way for Duck Hodges to beat the Buffalo Bills. And he didn't. So, Cass, coming to you now, when was the last time you stood up and said, hey, not today, Satan? So, I'm going to actually give a little PSA shout out, though, to the reverse of your situation, though. Have you ever heard of mansplaining? I don't yeah. like that term. I don't like it either. You know what? But it's true, and it happens on the CTA it happen- all the time. It happens, but I feel like the term gets bastardized. And, and, and in telling you that, I am actually mansplaining. And I realize that, and I'm actually pointing at you physically <laughs> as I'm doing this. I, I'll give you a middle finger. I'll tell you, not Go- today, Lars. Yes. yes, today's the day. Go for it. Please do so. <laughs> no, I, I think, um, you know, I, I, I have a scenario. I, I don't feel comfortable talking about it right now on the podcast, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna veto that one. And the one I'm going to, I'll come back to you. The one I'm gonna talk about is um, I was re- like in May or June, May beginning of May, I was defending my championship in tennis, right? Because I played tennis at the club okay. and I've won it for two years. Classic Cassie humble brag. Yeah, ahead. yeah, but. I go into this match, and I'm, like, all nervous. I'm all, like, oh, I'm nervous, and oh, God, and oh, God. You know, and I'm just, like, this weak, feeble person going to go play this match. And I looked at myself, and I said, what the hell are you doing? Not today. Right. And I put on some pump-up music. Hell, yeah. And I, like, jammed out 
all the way to the club, got to the club, was in the locker room, just like fully like beating my chest, like you're gonna go out and you're gonna do it. Looked at yourself in the mirror and said, you always been on cast, bitch. Exactly. And I did, did it. Did you win? Yeah, I did. I did, yeah, I did. did. But sometimes that self-doubt just like creeps in like today. Uh, yeah. Today at the end of the game, self-doubt creeped into this table. Yep. And That's now we can say, not today. Six feet under. This entire week, Cassie, just, this is not even my story. I just want to piggyback onto that. I talked to you guys this whole weekend. Lars has been so incredibly confident this entire season, right? And he's always told us, don't you dare be those Bills fans. Don't be those people that say, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm worried it's all going to come crashing down because we've had our hearts broken too many times. And this weekend, man, I just had the worst feeling about this game. Let me, but let me interject here because we, we've, we've danced around it. We've mentioned it. But in terms of opportunities for a Bills moment to, to have a Billsy loss, this game was straight out of central casting. Yeah. This was... This was a like an opportunity to be Billsy on steroids. It was everything we've experienced over the last 20 years and then some. Yes, yeah, because the story would have been the Bills, the 9 and 4 Bills lost to Duck Hodges <laughs> yes. rather than the Bills lost to one of the best defenses in the league, right? So that would have been the story, but still this whole week, you know, this weekend like I was up till freaking 2 o'clock in the morning Sipping on scotch and trying to lead some statistics or highlights or something that would make me feel better about this game. And it didn't come. And I felt like shit the whole day. I couldn't think about anything else this whole weekend. And finally, today came. I was doing some work. I cracked open a beer. And that was it. I was like, I had a beer and I was on my way here. And then suddenly that doubt just washed away. And I said, holy crap, we're going to do this. I, I had, I had the exact same this. thing happen. I it, cracked a beer and I was like... No, we're going to win. It wasn't. It literally wasn't. Even the, despite the fact that on our group me, we were talking and Jeff was pumping us up and doing everything he could. I didn't feel it until about an hour before the game and after one and a half beers that I was like, holy crap, the this is going to happen. This is yeah, the miracle elixir. Uh, but I'll say my, 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 my moment of truth was when Dan Cherry in the fifth grade Whoa. was messing around. Though Dan Cherry was literally one of the biggest dorks. Um <laughs> But he was tall and, you know, I guess I guess bigger, right? But he was a total, I don't know, a total dork, whatever. Um, and so was I. I'm a skinny little nerdy Indian kid, okay? Like, uh, But the point is, he was messing around and uh, threw a snow-covered ball uh, into a bunch of groups of girls that were all hanging out. And it hit one, this one girl named Megan in the head. Not and okay. I was like, dude, that's not cool. And I got into his face, and I was and he was like, you know, like a solid foot and a half taller than me, because I'm again, little skinny Indian kid. Uh, and he's like, whatever, whatever, whatever. So fast forward several years, Megan was my the longest girlfriend I've had ever since my wife. <laughs> uh, I started dating her senior year, and we dated most of college, and is still one of my best friends in the whole world, arguably my best friend in the whole world. Uh, besides you guys. Uh, but uh, so anyways, I'm like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And so whatever. And I was just like, screw this. I was like, these are my friends. And he was this new kid that was coming in there and talking shit and getting in our face. And finally, I was holding. Um, I had one of those. Remember back in the day, those little things you'd shake someone's hand and it would buzz your hand, yeah. a joy buzzer or whatever. Nailed him. Um, 
No. So I, he was like in my face, he said, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And I turned around and I had randomly le- like old man leather gloves that I, I put on and I handed my joy buzzer to my friend Sean and I turned around in a straight windmill and clocked his ass to the ground, just straight swung and punched him in the mouth. And he fell to the floor. And, of course, we both went to the fucking principal's yeah, office, right? Uh, and, uh, and he was like, the principal's this older guy. He's great. I can't remember his name. Again, it was fifth grade. And I was like, he's like, it's unacceptable. You, you're not allowed to uh, be fine. I was like, doctor whatever i was like i was like he threw he threw this ball covered in snow at all the girls and he hit one in the head and i was just defending them and he's like dan did you do this (laughs) so it all turned around just like it just turned around for this bills team we punched those motherfuckers in the mouth and guess what else is going to turn around suddenly the national narrative right Right? Yes. Oh, we beat the Cowboys. But are they really for real? Because then the then the, the Bears beat the Cowboys, and the Bears aren't that good. And But now look what the Cowboys did to the Rams. They destroyed the Rams today. And so maybe the Bills are that good. And, you know, you can, you can only have so many excuses of why the Bills aren't good. Right? And, and again, we the- played Baltimore tight, and now we punched them in the mouth on Sunday Night Football, the second primetime win. So that's the other thing that's going to change. Yeah. Right? It's not just about taking back what's ours. It's about guests getting the respect that we deserve. And, again, beating Doug Hodges is an asterisk. Agreed. That asterisk gets erased when you factor in at home in primetime where Pittsburgh doesn't lose. We did it. I mean, yeah. the Pittsburgh was supposed to go to the Super Bowl. They were supposed to be the best, one of the best teams in the AFC. And you can, you can see that if Ben Roethlisberger right, if was Ben Roethlisberger's there, right? I mean, a- absolutely, right? Especially, I actually, I, I, I disagree. I think if Ben Roethlisberger's there, we, we get to him more. We said that Duck Hodges was secretly elusive today. Hmm. That is the opposite of Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, we would have had like thirteen sacks for Ooh. like a negative like forty yards. If Ben Roethlisberger wouldn't play, and, and the thing about that Tomlin said, which which nobody has really acknowledged as a total backhand to Mason Rudolph, is he said he's not killing us, and that was the, that was like the best thing he had to say about Duck Hodges. He's not killing us. Well, but, he killed you today. But you know who does kill them? Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. If you talk to most Steelers fans, he makes a lot of spectacular plays, and then offsets about two thirds of them by doing some crazy ass dumb shit. So I don't know what this game would have been like today with Ben Roethlisberger. I don't really care because we didn't play him. I don't care about any of the scenarios that we did or didn't face this year. I only care about the teams we played, that we've beaten. And the W's we've put on the board. Ten of them. Ten of them out of 14 games. We're not done. Oh, baby, I love that. So I just want to – I mean, it's – yeah, I think that we get an extra segment here because uh, this is this is the – Postseason segment mm. that we now get for any time we do Whoa. this podcast. Should I post if, if we if we make it edit into in the, the theme for Masterpiece Theater, yeah. So if we make it into the uh, the the postseason for every podcast after that, we get an extra segment called the postseason. All right, right. So what I want to know is that for the rest of this season, what are your goals for this team? Hmm. I only have one, and I alluded to it earlier, and that's I, I want to kick the crap out of the Patriots. 
That's the only one I want. That's the last bit of this. If we beat the Patriots and somehow, I mean, God, if we were then have the ability to, to, to win the division, that would be unbelievable. Well, we'd, uh, we'd have to. They would have to, to lose to the Dolphins, right? So that's never going to happen. But, but Fitzy, my, baby. My, yeah. Fitz, Fitz is the wild card. Uh, my heart tells me I that's hey, come on we're going to New England I, I don't know my head's telling me hey just enjoy this win you don't know take a look at it next week hear what they have to say there's no Billsy anymore Lars I know, we went into Heinz Field right and the Patriots are not nearly as good of a team I don't I like, think I like you're, you're, you are now, I'm now convincing I'm there. me to relax a that's little bit that's right screw that they just lost to the Houston Texans at home. Who we're slated to play. Yeah, who I think we can beat I easily. I, th- I, I think we've learned matchup. to play good defenses and get away with it. Yeah. So what do I want to see? Yeah. I want to see us go into New England and on the offensive side of the ball not turn it over. Because I think if that happens, there's no way we lose that game. Hmm. I am predicting that. I am saying that with a 100% guarantee. We don't turn over the ball on offense. We go into New England and win. Okay. What do I want to see from here on out? Boy. I want to see what we saw tonight, which was a, for the most part, a competent-looking offense. We had some bad drops, and we had some things not go our way, and we took our foot off the gas in times I wish we hadn't. But... Bill talks about this a lot. Some like, really bad play calls in the red zone. Yeah, we, yeah, we. There's a lot that we've yeah, lost. Let's over. leave that to WGR. Yeah, WGR. The holding call that cost us 40 seconds and yeah, the, two and a half the, the heart face attacks. mask that didn't exist. Um, I just want to see an offense that looks like it belongs because I agree, and I go back to what I said last week on the pod. We talk about ceilings. We talk about floors. I think this defense in not scoring points is operating at its floor. And I think that we should always expect a defense, as long as Sean McDermott is around, that's at least as good as this defense. And if that's the case, all we need is a competent offense, and we are winning way more games than we lose. Well, we only have two games left. Plus the playoffs. Bitch, we got three games left. We are guaranteed three games. We got four games left. How you like me now? We got four games at least. We're a protected species. Find us on iTunes, podcasts, wherever. Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Elon or Eli or Elon. Elon, whatever you call yourself. Thanks for... uh, Listening Thank in, give us a give us a rating. If you made and, it, and also thanks to all the rest of the fans that were here at, at, at Lincoln Station. And hey, uh, special shout out, guys! Uh, as much as we've been here this whole time, uh, yeah. so has Ben from Lincoln Station. Uh, he's made this our home away from home. He's put some done a great job, of like getting you know getting the theme. All the all the staff wears Buffalo shirts, and hell, some of the f- staff have turned into Buffalo fans. Actually, one person stopped working at, at Lincoln Station and now just comes here to watch the games. So, um, yeah, special thanks to, to, to Ben. I know this is not our last podcast of the season, but I think that, you know, it's a milestone, and, and it's important to take a moment and just say thank you to Lincoln Station. Thank you for fixing your beer list. Now we can actually have a podcast called Bills and Beers because you have real beers. Uh, and um, I mean, you could still you could, you could throw a couple specials in there once in a while. You know, I'm just I'm just saying. But and we'll we'll but probably list out all of our great listeners too, because we we would be remiss in not thanking them. And because I, I want to jump in here as, as much as we say that Lars gave the Labatt Blue to us, 
We also have to think about our listeners who yeah. have been listening to this podcast. Right. For to, us, te- for, for, to us. For we're, we're just like three people. We're not, we're not doing this for a profession. We just enjoy talking about the Bills, and we appreciate the fact that you guys enjoy listening to us talk about it. Well, you get to hear us at least three more times. Go Bills. Go Bills. The Bills make me want to shout.